Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads 199, Trent. Can you believe that? NetHeads 199. Next next week, buddy. Next week. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, and I had an idea for that next week's show yeah. uh, while I was in the... Don't take this the wrong way. Yeah, while I was in the shower. Oh. Well, I guess it could be the shower. shower. Well, what you had to eat. If you like went to Taco Bell first, it could you know it could be the same thing. The shitter is the shower. Well, unless you got diarrhea you... running down your legs down into the the drain, which is nice. If you're gonna shit yourself, do it in the shower. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, this week's app trend. Uh, I have an idea though that about show 200 next week's show, a way to make it special because it's not going to be otherwise. Anyway. Uh, I shouldn't say next week's show. I should say the next installment because Trent's got con next week. Anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, just panels is all. I'm not selling or anything. Oh, no shit. You're just going to con for con? Well, to, to be on panels and stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you're going to, you're actually, you may be functional next Sunday. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got I got no problem with next Sunday. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Anyway, uh, next week's episode, or no, the app of the week this week, guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a rare one. You may not have heard of it, uh, but for me, the app of the week this week is Twitter. Twitter. Hi, I'm. This is a new thing. I'm. I must be late to the game. Will what? Tell us about this. This tweeter. P- tell. Please tell us about the tw- the twitter of which. Yeah. You speak. How does how does this work? No, no. No, the reason why I bring this up, because I know uh, when it comes to the many facets of the online social media trend, you're a, you're a hootsuite guy, at least oh. when it comes to a desktop. Yeah, well, well, when it comes to Twitter. I only use it for Twitter. I don't, cross, cross, crossing the streams has never worked well for me. Okay, well, uh, the reason why I picked the Twitter app, and I'm not necessarily saying this is true on the iOS side of things, guys. Sure. I got to be honest. But when it comes to just using Twitter for Twitter for you, to get the most information easily, honest to God, the Android Twitter app is one of the best apps I have it is, because it, is pretty good. it tells you all of the activity that goes on, like the notifications you get about the stuff that, uh, you know, because let's face it, folks, if you're on Twitter, you're either just using it to read or you're using it uh, for whatever it is you're pimping in social media and you want to know how things are are traversing out there and this will tell you every single favorite every single retweet but best of all it also tells you uh the people that have uh have started following you yep. uh and and uh, some of the other things too in the notifications i i just think it's the most diverse set that you get out of the mobile app yeah oh yeah for sure and I, uh, I, I personally, it's, it's just, it's one of my favorites. You know, I used to be an alternative app guy, Trent. Oh, I, did, I, did, in, I, I didn't know you swing that way. That was back in college, though, Trent. Yeah, well, I mean, you're, it, and honestly, if you don't experiment in college, why do you even have a phone? Uh, you know, that's a great question. Why would yeah. you even have a phone? I don't think you would. Well, I wouldn't, I would not have in no. college. That was the early nineties. The only things yeah. that were phones there were big bricks with antennas on them. Yeah. I didn't want you to be one of those dudes. No, I definitely didn't. But the Twitter app, uh, uh, it, 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 it smokes them all, man. Yes. It's because it's it got them. Does. Well, you know what? Hold on. Let's, let's do a real life thing because there's nothing better on, on radio than talking about visuals. Yeah. But but like right now, if I go to the uh, Twitter app on my my Android device. Mm-hmm. By the way, do I? Uh, I got to tell you something too. I right now my uh, phone is in this uh, the rubber portion of a ballistic road case, okay. or not not road case, but phone case. The phone case, yeah, yeah. 
And the reason why I it's on there right now is because I, I had this ridiculously overpriced uh, special bracket so that I could mount things on my dash and my car. Oh, yeah, because uh, it's like illegal to use your phone in, in California. Yeah, you gotta have it mount yeah, you gotta have it mounted to the dash. That's the yeah. trick. And uh long time ago, when I got out of the iPhones, uh the the perma mount that was in there became useless. And for a while I had a cheap like five or fifteen dollar, you know, universal car adapter that yeah. would sort of hold the phone. Uh, and then the other day I realized uh, when that thing went to crap, I realized I could just I, I got this old ballistic case that I do not use. Yeah. And and it's got just a hard plastic back. I'm like, I could attach this thing to mm -hmm. that bracket. And then all I got to do is pop my it's the best thing that's ever happened in my life. Trent. Yeah, you can just pop it in there and then pop it out when you're not using it. It is so choice. And I yeah. can it's and it's a swivel uh, mount anyway. So now I could yeah. I could turn it landscape if I were illegally watching television in my car or, or if I wanted my yeah. GPS, yeah, or or you know, if you're like at a drive-through or something, you know, you know, watch a little something while you're waiting to go through. I had I hadn't thought about that, but that would be like a great place to watch difficult people. Oh, Hulu. absolutely, it's a fantastic right? place. Okay, so going to the notifications here, you know, I see people that retweeted and favorited. I see the people that followed me. Uh, more activity of retweets. Um, oh, look, there's one of the Kent brothers telling us there's dead air on, on smitecast.com. Oh, there you go. Well, the good thing we got that going there. Anyway, uh, so the Twitter app for me, folks, is just one of the best. You got your direct messages right there. You can also, the only thing I don't like is the list functionality on it. You really need to go to either the website or a different app to build for lists. lists. Uh, but, you know, I like, I don't know. Do you have lists? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. What are yeah, your lists? I've got them. I've got uh, comic book publishers. I've got comic book artists. I've got comic book uh, writers. And then I've got uh, people uh, in the Smod Smodco family. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because the only two lists I have, uh, let's see if you can guess the people that they are, Trent. Uh, the first one is Big Bad Bry. That's oh, the yeah. Okay. Okay. Who do you think that is in the Smodco universe? Oh, that's 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 got to be Brian. This is like the lamest uh, trivia quiz ever. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, I tried to show you my wits, and I found out I don't have many. But we'll get back to that. Uh, the <laughs> second one, I'm gonna. You're gonna have to work real hard on this one, bro. Oh uh, gosh, I, uh, yeah, I can only imagine Kevin Smith. <laughs> it's titled. Well, it, hold on, come on, play the game right. Oh, sure, 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 sure. The name of the list is Smitty. <laughs> Smitty, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, is it like a house of pancakes that you're just really into? Yes, <laughs> that's Schmitties? it. That's it. <laughs> when I want to get schwifty, I yeah. uh, I get schmitty. And you shit I'm on the doing. floor. Oh, uh, only if you pull your pants or your panties down. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, can one just invoke uh, schwifty time up in here? Yeah, dude. Why not? And and do is what is the way that you institute? Uh, Swifty time. Is it just the pulling down your pants and your panties and shitting on the floor? And shitting on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is usually brought on by other things, but you know, at least you can transform. It goes back to shitting in the shower, dude. You can get Swifty in the shower. If you had to. Yeah. But then you gotta go through that awkward thing of shoving it down the drain. No, it's in it's preferred. Drain. It's preferred there, man. In the drain? Oh, better than shoving it out of your underwear. Uh, yeah, but you know, most shower, it's just you know what, folks? Twitter is the app of the week, and uh, and here we go with 199. With clever meme, with funny tweet, 
I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, alright? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent trent it's always best to always keep them guessing and that's what yeah, we do that's that's the mantra that's what we do right here on smartcoin internet Oh, well, I'm sorry. It's Smodcast.com. Smodcast.com. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you got one damn way to do it. Tonight. Oh, God. Yes. Twitter. Use hashtag netheads like Diane, Carval, Wildy Kent, ZDigital13. What up, brother? Uh, Dougie Fresh. Myself, apparently. I don't know. Uh, just use the hashtag netheads. That's the easiest way, and it's how you can let the conversation keep on going. Yeah. yeah Long and, after and can, the program. You can direct it that way too. You could sometimes, like you catch us live, or maybe you know, every once in a while somebody will tweet something in hashtag netheads that we end up talking about yeah. on the next week. And then we'll go back and we'll touch it up. We'll be like, hey, let's let's touch on that, just like my uncle touched me. Mm, I hope oh, not. Wow. That shit got real now. Just it, kidding. I got a little <laughs> I got quiet and awkward. Real quiet. <laughs> uh but no, yeah. seriously, that's that's a serious thing, and I feel bad for anyone that's had to go through that. Yeah, definitely. Boy, by the way, I got to tell you, Trent, you took me. Folks, if you don't follow Trent on Twitter, uh, at a part of him, or if you're not his friend on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and I think this is... Trent this is, pretty easy to find. Yeah, he's out there. Yeah. You took me on a weird rabbit hole, though, this weekend, bro. Oh, where'd I take you? I was down, not... Down. I was not familiar with the um, is it the name of it the the Mountain Meadow Massacre? Oh yeah, dude! I was not familiar with this at all. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's one way to put it. I mean, uh, and and for those of you that are wondering, so uh, back in the wild days of the country, um, yeah, 1850s. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, there was a situation where some people from Arkansas were making their wagon train way to, through California, and, well, one thing led to another, and yeah. turns out they got slaughtered in Utah. Yeah, Mormon militia killed them, killed them all, but I want to say like eight very young children. Right. Whole wagon train. Right. Yeah, whole thing. Uh, no idea why. Oh, and best of all, according to what I read, they're – potentially may have been recruiting of native americans so that it could yep. be made to look as though it were a native american attack yeah yeah in fact, that's that's how it was first reported until they kind of looked into it a little more right Whew. anyway uh you you brought that up and i was just i, I was amazed but you know what uh it, it the country was a different time back then it was it really was and and utah wasn't even a state at the time yeah see that wasn't it was probably what a territory yep yeah territory 
Yeah, so you know that's uh, and and let's face it, folks. If you go through the history of the old west and Ooh. and everything else, there's a whole lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. Even I mean, even now it's just hid better. <laughs> you know, you bring up a good point, Trent. You do. Anyway, uh, you took me down that journey, so I wanted to thank you for at least expanding my horizons. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. By all means, you're 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 welcome. I think. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you can you can learn things. Now, Trent, you say. You live in a spoiler-free world. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like a post-spoiler world. I live in a uh, post-spoiler world when I see things. I guess yeah, that's yeah. way to put it. Now, uh, one of the one of the things that happened. You're a cable cutter. We've already admitted this. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm 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 rocking the Hulu's. I'm rocking the 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 Netflixes, and that's about it. Right. And uh, well, something funny happened, Trent. This past Saturday was the uh, premiere of the new season of Doctor Who. Dun, 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 is that their theme music still? Um, yeah, with the kind of with the clock gears, and it's kind of a little more. I I, I really more like the new take. Almost. Yeah, I like the new. T- it it sounds like it's kind of a mix between um, Blue Man Group and the soundtrack from the kids' movie Robots. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know what you mean. Well, but sure. No, I've seen I've seen robots. Yeah, actually, that one I used to see a lot with my daughter Emily. Uh huh. And now I'm starting to get into this weird cycle where I'm now watching movies with the youngest baby. You know, with Blair. Yeah, that you watched with with him. Yeah. So now it's just it's fun. Gonna relive that. It is. Uh, you know, the other thing I'm finding too with a not only the second child but the second child having. A lot of space between them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put it. I have a new appreciation, I think, for everything that I'm witnessing that Blair is going through. That I kind of, I don't want to say took for granted with Emily, but I didn't appreciate the impact with her because it was the first time. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, everything's just like, the hell am I doing? You know what I mean? And then now it, you've got things figured out a little bit more, and you can kind of appreciate things. Well, yeah, because essentially, what when you have your first child, until you have your second child, it is just a constant game of did I make sure nothing bad happened to them today? Yeah, <laughs> have I ruined their life today? Well, not only that, but have I? I mean, you know, to take it uh, dark, have I kept them alive? Sure, sure, sure. Are they breathing? Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, never goes away. My eldest, twelve years old. I'm still creepily going in yeah, there at night right, to make sure, sure she's, she's breathing. She's good. She's all good. Okay. Whew. Yeah, exactly. And please don't wake up because God, this looks creepy. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm starting, you know, I think maybe some of these suppressed memories may have been simple shit that got anyway. Uh it's not mine. <laughs> I mean like other people. It just seemed like it was a fad for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Trent, this Saturday, the new series of Doctor Who premiere, series uh-huh. nine. Uh, yes, the intro is very similar to how it was last year. I I don't know if there was less flying TARDIS in the middle of it or, yeah. but it, it was it was still there. I um, I I I have seen it. And uh, for you though, uh, you are a cable cutter. However, BBC America has made the season opener available on YouTube. Ah, that's smart. That's smart for them to embrace it. It really is. Now, Trent, I don't want to talk about the show itself because obviously you haven't seen it. Yeah. But I want to discuss it in a way that we could because it presents us with the question, 
is that we have all asked when it comes to time travel i think everyone has had this thought okay but in the world of doctor who well yeah. let me put it this way trent let's say you were uh you were a time traveler okay, okay? and it just so happens that your time traveling machine has put you down and you discover a small child in the middle of a field of landmines uh, okay yeah and you say well this is a messed up situation i'm going to try and help this kid yeah and through the conversation as you're trying to coach them along you're like hey come on tell me the name of the kid who's going to who's going to survive this yeah and the kid says adolf hitler oh shit <laughs> That is essentially what has happened with this uh, first episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's a question that even in the episode, they, they showed an old clip of, of Tom Baker as the past Doctor posing the same question. Oh, um, like like Tom Baker is in like the, the scarf Doctor Who, as, as everyone remembers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I will say about the uh, season opener that I didn't like about it is that once again, it's a situation where seemingly the, and, and mind you, we've seen this happen um, three seasons in a row now, maybe four. Not not in a row, but at least in with, within the last three seasons, uh -uh. Uh, we have a situation where the doctor is facing his final moment once again. Yeah, you know he he's going into knowing this is the end. There's no coming back. Yeah, and you know unless he does the clever doctor thing, comes up with something and saves yeah. it all. Yeah, because that's what he's the doctor. I mean, that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, he'd be he'd be pretty shitty at being the doctor if he couldn't you know be timey wimey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. But uh, especially as written by Stephen Moffat, the guy currently in charge. Uh, but it was, it was. I mean, he usually writes the season opener and the season finale, right? You know, yeah, I think so. Uh, this one started out much like series seven. It's a, it's a two-parter. Cliffhanger okay. right in the middle. Okay. Uh, but uh, I got to tell you, I still, I, I am, I'm a fan of the Capaldi when he's used right. And this is another one where I think it was, I think it was a little too tongue in cheek at one point though. Cause you know, he's like in 1867, but he, he enters the competition stadium on a tank playing an electric guitar. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like Will Kent uh, brings up a very good point in hashtag netheads. He's like how I like how all time travel boils down to Hitler, which is true because it is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm uh, okay. Granted, there are smaller circumstances, much smaller scales of genocide. Not that I think we need to evaluate or 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 give weight, if you will, to one genocide over the other. However. I think he is, you know, at least in, in even this now modern parlance, the most yeah. horrific uh, person uh, enacted upon other people. Right. Yeah. So. But, but, yeah. Well, I, I mean, so far. Yeah. Maybe Jesus would be the other one. Well, you know, you know, I mean, yeah, more has been done in his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would guess as much. Yeah. Like, or, or, you know, or just, just religion in, in general. So I don't know how that works. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't pay attention <laughs> to religion. Uh, but it was a strong opening, I think, for Doctor Who. Interestingly enough, though, now I uh, I even tweeted something about this. Uh, just before the season premiere, the BBC confirms that, um, can't remember her name right now, but the one that plays Clara will uh, be... Jenna Louise Coleman. 
There you go. She'll be leaving Doctor Who this season. Yeah, and there's a lot of speculation on if she'll be killed or how it's going to happen because she, uh, in particular, there was a, a, a publicity photo that they did where they did the Abbey Road cover, and she's in the place of John. I don't think that means anything. I think they wanted to show <laughs> They wanted it person, Dalek, person, Dalek. Hey. Um, yeah, but for me, I think it just, I, it did, I don't think the announcement did what it was meant to because that happening the day before the season premiere. Yeah. That's that's all PR, right? They're fishing. They're trying to make sure they yeah, got. They, they want to make sure that you, that you tune in because you don't want to be like, well, how how are they going to get rid of her? What's going to happen? Is she still going to be the souffle girl? What happened? Yeah, exactly. Um, and and I don't and it didn't it didn't happen for him. It was actually down from last year's premiere. Yeah, it was rating wise. It was. Um, uh, speaking of 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 uh, Coleman, I will be. It'll be interesting to see if um the. Uh, if if they can still enact the international uh, strain order that she has against me uh, this weekend at the Salt Lake Comic Con. Oh, is she going to be there? Yeah, yeah, she'll be there. <laughs> and actually, you know what? You're you're seeing a Jenna Louise Coleman that is in a post Doctor Who world yeah. now. She's yeah, already she's, done. She's all done all, yeah. Oh, but you know what else? Uh, other interesting news that kind of dropped. Huh. The Christmas special is going to feature River Song. Oh, I you know what I did see uh, that that they said she she was going to be coming back for the Christmas special, and I kind of like that. I like because you know that was one of the things uh, when we first encounter her in Silence in the Library. Yeah, uh, the great thing about her is that you know she recognizes the Doctor because you know she's if you want to as a person who is married to the Doctor. Uh -huh. uh, you would expect that they should know everything about their husband, right? Well, so she, I mean, yeah, and most, she, so, most, yeah. And she has a visual guide of him. As exactly, uh huh. So uh, in this, it, it was very nice the way it finished up with um, Matt Smith because River Song was very strong in his Doctor's story, and they kind of right. gave River almost an arc you know it all we got to find out who she was and as a married couple they got to say goodbye at the end you know kind of with the so so it seemed like her story was complete but and this is the the thing that bugs me when people get pedantic about how can they bring this person back they're dead if you're dealing with somebody who is time traveling yeah who's a time traveler it doesn't matter yeah, you can encounter, and that River Song was the perfect case of this because you could encounter her uh, most of the time. They encountered her out of order as it's represented to us. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Some points, it's not clear where in her timeline we are seeing her, but you know, it's it, there are times where it's it's basically almost like a backwards relationship. Right. Yeah. Um, and but the way it was told in Matt Smith's uh, era, it was great. But again, it's a time traveler, so we can still have a River Song in there. You know, just the same way you still can have the Doctor encountering Daleks after he supposedly got rid of them all. Destroyed them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Terry Hansen, Rotten Jeep on Twitter says, "You kick the Hitler kid in the ass." <laughs> God damn it! That's what you do. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and, yeah, yeah. Well, and the hell of it is. Uh, if if with that given scenario, knowing that the Holocaust and everything happened, you would then know that 
you do save him or that he does survive at least in in the you know the past that you're familiar with and mm -hmm. so you are indirectly responsible for the holocaust well when you put it that way yeah <laughs> so that's that's something to think about well, and that's the thing too. Uh, you know, I uh, one thing that Doctor Who has a lot of fun with that I don't quite understand. But apparently, there are certain points in time that have more weight to them. There are fixed points in yeah, time. Yeah, it'll say. happen no matter what. And and even in uh, your favorite David Tennant uh, episode, The Waters of Mars. They showed uh, they showed what happens, and even in in Matt Smith's uh, era, they showed us what happens when you try and deviate from these. In the case yeah, of David can't. Tennant's, uh, the people around the situation ended up uh, kind of setting things right by themselves. So he tried to make people survive, and they still didn't. Right. And and with Matt Smith, uh, we saw how all of time and space becomes that one moment. Because, moment, yep, yeah. So, uh, you know, they have a lot of fun with this. But I would think that, that uh, one important figure encountering another important figure would automatically create one of these fictional fixed points. Fixed points. Oh, but you know what? I used that one term, didn't I? Fictional. Ah... Uh... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Now here's a uh, here's a question for you, Will. Do you think that a River Song spinoff, much like Torchwood, would work? Would you do you think it, it would uh, get bring enough ratings to to get more than one season, more than six ep episodes? I definitely think so, only because of the success of the Sarah Jane Adventures. Oh, sure, sure. Which which I've never I've never watched. When and when did that air? Um, well, after the two-parter where she came back, right, uh, that's right. when she got her spinoff. And I think they went for four seasons before she passed. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. It was like three or four seasons. And, I and, didn't I didn't watch the show. I only watched the ones where the, because there was a two-parter where Tennant was on. And then there was a, either one or two-parter where Matt Smith was on. And those oh, are the only episodes awesome. I watched. Yeah. Did, did she have K-9 the whole time? He was there at least one of the times I saw. That's, I mean, let's be honest. That's probably the only reason I would tune in because, gosh, I just love dogs. You just, I, I, I you just love them robotic I dogs. Just, yeah. Like, if there's one thing better than a regular dog, it's a soulless robotic dog. Yeah. Cause they, cause hotly enough, they have more soul trend. Yeah. They're, they're like gingers. That's not true. It's not oh, true. Oh, okay. They have, they have more souls than gingers. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that was my take on the. Uh, the I I thoroughly enjoyed the season opener of Doctor uh -huh. Who. I, you know, I could tell. I haven't looked at the reactions on Twitter, but I could tell that most people would be. You know, if I'm gonna, if you're gonna get any grief, it's gonna be from the point where uh, we see the Doctor finally in the episode, like for real, like his first major entrance. Yeah, and and that's. I mean, that's always a, a almost a trope within Doctor Who episodes. Not episodes, but seasons is you have a big buildup before you see the 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 doctor in the first episode of the season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like in uh, with um, thank you. Good night, everybody. Yeah. 
Sorry, I was trying to say in the season opener of Series 7, which I think was, uh, you know, that was the two-parter involving the moon. I can't remember the name of the... Uh, the, yes, the, uh-huh. the Impossible Astronaut. It was in that one where it was a lot of buildup before we finally got to see the Doctor. Right. Because of the getting of the invitations and everybody showing up. Showing and, up at the time, yep. Mm-hmm. And then, weirdly enough, the, the great thing about that episode was that you have the entrance of the Doctor, and then there's like 10 minutes of episode, and then you have the entrance of the Doctor. Of the Doctor again, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) And that's the reason, I'll say this once, uh, I've said this once, I will say it again. I think that uh, Stephen Moffat should just, uh, he should oversee the show, and he should always write every single episode that involves time travel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If I mean, because he can't write every episode because he's got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, which but is too he, bad. That's what we'd like. <laughs> but 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 when he writes timey wimey, yeah, he does it right. He does it really good. <laughs> Ash Williams pointing out who's worse than Hitler, Abradoff Linkler. Oh, well, yeah, he's he's just so ambivalent to everything. I have no qualm with you, boy. Man, who are you calling boy? <laughs> Rick and Morty, folks. We got to mention it at least once a day. By the way, uh, yeah, we talked about get Swifty up in the uh, up in the front, if you will. Um, but uh, what did you think of? Uh, by the way, I got to ask you: Have you been walking around all week going, "Tiny Rick"? Oh, you know what? I haven't, but I freaking enjoyed that episode a ton. I did too, because <laughs> the reason why I love it is because once again, it seems more like the A story is is the parents. And and Tiny Rick almost comes off as a B story. Yeah, but, yeah, e- exactly, yeah. But it also takes what supposedly is the whole reason why we have a Tiny Rick, resolves it just during a cutaway off screen. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, it, it was it was really funny too. Uh, when I watched it, uh, I was like, I, I said this, I was like, holy shit, they just swapped the A and B stories in the first in the first scene. They sure did. Like you, you think that it's it's gonna go one way and then it just flip flops immediately. The other interesting thing I noticed uh, that has been going on this season and throughout the entire series, uh, especially in in the delivery of this. For those that haven't seen the episode, it starts out around the breakfast table and we discover two things: uh, one, vampires do exist in this world and they're all idiots for not observing it. Two, uh, we learn that Rick has had enough of his wife, his daughter and son-in-law and he, they either fix their marriage or get a divorce God, God just get a divorce or fix your marriage already right and so he takes them to an off-world counseling place uh but it's just it's it's a it, the way it pans out was just great because it really became this big story but the whole thing is how many episodes are we going to have where these two discover the fact that they truly love one another well, just and, it, and, until they get back home and fall back into the minutia of everyday life. <laughs> or until the kids are out of high school. Yeah, ex- exactly. I'm definitely staying with you, in, at least until Morty graduates. So I hope that means that we won't have any more of this, but I, I hope it doesn't stop some, because we really have had uh, some really fine parental B stories this season, or A stories, oh, yeah. depending yeah. on the way you want to look at it. Did uh, did you catch who voiced the uh, the therapist? Oh, how could I miss that it was Jim Rash? Yeah, he did such a good job. <laughs> I'm a therapist. I'll I'll convince them to take us. They're not therapists. Go go go. 
<laughs> uh, and that's the other thing too. Uh, it's Rick takes them to this place. Uh, Jerry and and what's his daughter's name? Beth. Summer. Beth. No, their their daughter is Summer. I meant Rick's daughter. Yes. By the way, I have never thought about this, but my friend brought this up the other night. Uh, I have not been paying close attention. You probably have. But have you noticed that they have been planting seeds around um, Rick's encounters with a young Morty? I, I don't know. What do you mean? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the pedantic yeah. math. I'm going to give it to you now. Pontificate, sir. Okay. How long has Rick been out of his daughter's life? Like when he comes in to live with him? Mm-hmm. How long have, has he been gone from her life? I have no idea. Okay. The answer apparently somewhere in the show is 20 years. Okay. How old is Morty? Uh, 14 or 15. He can't drive. Okay. Are you getting it now? But we've seen him have a memory in uh, uh rick encounters of the rick kind uh there was the memory of picking up a young morty remember and then in um get swifty whatever the name of that one is in that episode he uh there's a picture of him holding what looks like a baby morty on birdman's wall bird person's wall oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh-huh so they're planting something there Oh, interesting. So so we know that he did not have contact with his family for 20 years. S uh, supposedly, allegedly. Okay. Uh, I have not I have not gone back and verified the information that my other friend has and I'm sorry, yes, I do have other friends, Trent. Oh. Well, it's okay. I only see this guy every time the the wall that I have to go do maintenance on fails. Uh <laughs> but anyway, but uh, but then he brought that up and then I thought about it too cuz it they in this past time they did a really great job of making sure we took note of it because Morty even says, you know, hey, who was in that picture? Cuz it was a picture of Rick holding uh -huh. what looks like a baby Morty. Yeah. So it it makes you wonder because Rick has been gone for 20 years. Morty's only 14 to 15. Well, we know he was 14 in season one because he was 14 years old using the internet. You know, Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm still not making the connection. Makes you wonder what? What? It. Wh how could he be having in... Who is this baby Morty that he's been with? That he has... Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he's been gone for 20 years. Yeah. See, and I... And I yeah, I, I thought that he'd just like not been like a part... Like active with the family. Right. 20 years. No, I think they're, 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 they're my opinion. Yeah. They what are they get? What are they getting at here? They're laying the groundwork for something. They really are. Cause they've, they've thrown this at us twice. Not to mention at the end of Rick encounters the Rick kind, he even, you know, mentions about what happens when a, a Morty, uh, basically thinks they're better than a Rick. Yeah. You know? They get that gets too big for their britches or whatever, and then he'll he'll tell Morty about that when he's older. <laughs> and, and can you believe that we seriously? I cannot believe that there are cartoons that we can have conversations like this. That awesome. Well, the other one is like gra uh, leading up until the the big reveals that finally happened. Believe it or not, this season on Gravity Falls, Trent. Uh -huh. uh, but we finally found out what the mystery of all of the uh, of the books, the manuals, the whatever they're called, 
and uh, the portal that uh, Uncle Stan had in the basement, you know, that all paid off just uh, this season. Oh, but really? Until the, but until then, there were people that were debating this shit on the internet, like hardcore. Yeah. So, uh, I but it's it is our time. It's a golden time. Trent. It is. It's a great and and nothing nothing um, shows that more so than the Emmys, which are going on right now. Yeah, I know. Well, they're going on right now, but I also think they're. I mean, like, is there a West Coast feed on the Emmys or something? I don't. Know. Or were they going on? All I know is I heard uh, Al. Uh, his name starts with an A, I think. The guy that is hosting him, Andy Samberg. Thank you very much. I knew it started with an A. I heard yeah. Andy Samberg on the TV a little earlier, but uh, that could have been mid-show. Didn't sound like his jokes were going very good, though. Oh, really? That's too bad. I hope not, but, you know, Samberg is, if you watch um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think he gets to embody Andy Samberg perfectly on that show, and I think that he works really well on that show, in that character. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like I saw the movie Hot Rod or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And I, I'm just saying his shtick doesn't necessarily translate to other places. Oh, see, I, I enjoyed Hot Rod. You did? I love that movie. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, were you drunk or high when you saw it? No, no, I, I think it's a great film. Like, oh, much, okay. much in the same vein of, like, a pootie tang. Well, in, in that case, I'm, I apologize, Trent. I'm sorry. No, no, like what you like, Will. I try to like what i like but yeah. sometimes i just get it wrong trent no there's no there's no right there's no wrong are you sure positive okay there are rights and lefts though correct absolutely absolutely you know what else there is out there in the world trent that absolutely needs to be heard uh butt stuff no the trent tech tech news oh yeah trent tech that's right trent your time to talk baby shine mother yeah yes sir bring me some tech i want to hear about gonna shine make well, it happen i don't know if you've heard about this will you can now buy six amazon fires for 250 dollars they're not just giving them away. No, no, they're they're holding to you know holding everyone to fifty dollars a, a pop. <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know, that's the uh, the failed, the flopped uh, Amazon phone, right? No, no, it's a tablet. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I take it back then. Yeah, you you could you could buy you could buy a sixteen gig mini iPad uh, for I think it's like six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Or you could buy six Amazon Fires for uh, $50 a piece. And then, and then Trent, 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 then also, if you buy if you buy it five, you get $10 off each one. So that's like, that's like $50, Trent. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting paid to, to get these. Nintendo, send me stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's a thing that, uh, promotion that they've got going on in classic Amazon uh, they don't care if, if they're losing as long as they're keeping customers around to buy other things. And I mean, it's running off of a, a kind of a modified uh, Android lollipop OS, which 
is a good OS. It comes with uh, the 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 app that gives you pretty much uh, free ac- access to you know the the Amazon Prime library, the the Kindle Prime library. <laughs> it sounds like a really damn good idea, good deal. Um, especially if you know if you got a few friends you want to go in together. But yeah, it comes. You can now get them in a six pack, just like your beer. For two hundred, but here's my question: What am I going to do with all the other ones? Well, I mean, fifty dollars. That's could you? You look like the cock of the walk giving away uh, mini, you know, quote unquote, mini iPads for Christmas, and they only cost you fifty bones a whack. Not a bad deal. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Especially if you're a reader, you know what I mean. I mean, uh, when you look at the price, like like the uh, a Kindle is eighty dollars. And that's just like the the you know the basic Kindle. That's just for reading. This the, you can surf the web. You, you got HBO Go. You've got you know it, it is it, it functions like a, just like a mini tablet. Well, yeah, it was. It's made to be. It's intentionally made to be a portable media device. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's a hell of a deal, man. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's, it's a killer deal. Yeah. And the only um, problem is though, it's not like you could buy them and flip them. No, because I mean, you can't get they're they're just gonna stay low. <laughs> like that's that's it. <laughs> they're not oh, gonna get cheaper. A, is it? A, but is it a little limited time deal? Maybe I don't think so. No, I think that's they're it's a limited time to get rid of them, and then okay. I don't think there will be further development on them. They'll just stick to the to the Kindle platform. Two hundred and fifty dollars so, six pack. Yeah, that's that's le- that's less than that's less than fifty dollars. It's more than it's more than forty. Yeah, but it's, it's forty nine ninety five. No, I don't think the math works right there. It's close. Something like no. that. No. Um, additionally, Will. Yes. Uh, did you? Well, and there's there's a caveat with this one. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm on a. I'm I'm caveat uh, intolerant. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. okay. <laughs> the internet is going nuts. Being like, oh my god, did you hear? We're now gonna get the theatrical Blu-rays of Star Wars. Did it's confirmed? This website said so. And Dude, then, I, yeah, that was like that was uh, months ago, wasn't it? Uh, or did it was, you just mean recently. It was one day ago. Okay, it, yeah. so that uh, that's the second time I've heard it. That. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's been rumors of this for you know since DVDs came out. Um, and the reason that we've never got it and, and we've got different versions is because Fox owns the theatrical, non-theatrical, and home rights to the Star Wars trilogy until 2020 and owns the rights to A New Hope in perpetuity. Like, they own it. So if Lucas wanted to fuck with it, he had to go in and change it and then re-release it, right? That's that's why we've, you know, I mean, everyone shits on Lucas, but he, he had to do it to make it different. Okay, wait a minute. Hold so on. So he could release it. Okay, I... This... Trent, putting it this way, makes me feel bad for the many times that I cursed the different <laughs> versions that I bought. I mean, he was still printing money. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Yeah, but but I mean, that's that's essentially that's that's the main impetus, but behind like altering it so that so that it's it's a it's a new product rather than releasing what Fox owns the rights to. Up until twenty twenty, like I said, and and in, in perpetuity for a new hope. Uh, but Dude, everyone's but hold- Hold on, though, dude. Yeah, that still does not uh, make the excuse good enough for uh, Hayden Christensen or Hayden Christ, whatever his name is, 
uh, young Anakin Skywalker uh, force ghosting at the end of Jedi. That's still bullshit. And, until you watch uh, Clone Wars, and then, and then you figure out how that works. But I, do, I haven't watched Clone Wars. Well, I mean, you should do that. God damn it, Trent. I don't have time. Look, how many episodes of NetHeads aren't up? Fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't, you can't edit NetHeads on the train, but you can watch TV. Okay, I'm sorry. That escalated unnecessarily. I That's okay. I, I accept that. Everyone's quoting this Collider um, article, and uh, I don't know. I, I have a, I just, I have this weird relationship with like, um, quote unquote news sites, who, who don't like, don't really dig for anything. They just say, well, it's reported here, but it's that's not what they reported. What actually is reported from Collider. Uh, this was uh, John Landis. Uh, he was at Universal Studios, and he was doing a Q and A because they're doing a, a like a, a Halloween maze revolving around American Werewolf in London, right? Landis is, you know, what kind of brought him into into popular uh, popularity as, as a director. Um, anyway, so he's doing this Q and A, and one of the questions was, "Well, would you ever would you ever want to go back and and digitally change things in your films?" Um, like, like George Lucas did. And then he gets on this weird tangent and this, this is what he said. First of all, they wouldn't let me. George owns his movies so he can do what he wants. My personal opinion is George hurt his movies by doing what he did. However, George said to me, but they're my movies. I thought that's fair. And then here's where the tangent just goes off. Like, and I almost wonder if it was just to deflate, like to change direction. So we wouldn't have to talk about it anymore. Did you know Disney, by the way, is putting out the original Star Wars uh, the way it was? So Disney, they're like, money on the floor. And so just from John Landis <laughs> saying this, does, not affiliated with the, the Star Wars properties or, or project or anything, saying this, now everyone is, is quoting, get ready to buy your Blu-ray, blah, blah, blahs, and, and everyone speculate on when. And like That's the only thing that, that everyone's quoting, reported in Collider, that... Ugh, whatever. <laughs> this is, uh, by the way, uh, Reld Scott, uh, who is one of the people on Veep, he just tweeted Veep Sweep, and he's got a picture with an Emmy, so I think Veep is cleaning up. Nice. What ones were they uh, nominated for? Ah, uh, fuck if I know. I don't oh, pay attention okay. to that crap. So they the are only, the only thing I for their category. Yeah, the only thing I was uh, really hoping for, uh, just because of my own personal love for the project, I was really hoping that, and I don't know if she did or not, but I was hoping Lisa Kudrow was going to win for the categories that the comeback was nominated in. Oh, they had multiple nominations? I, I, for all I, they got one, they got, I don't know what they got. I just wanted them to have it, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm sorry. I it, this yeah, th it sounds like that story is going to be one of those things where they've gone a bit off the rails with not a whole lot of info. Yeah. Oh, totally. And and I mean, this is this is classic quote unquote online journalism. Now, there's one person posts something, and then everyone thinks, oh, I can write a story about that. I I met my quota for for my ten dollar article for the week. <laughs> You know, the other thing, too, dude, that is just, it's killing me. It's killing me, and we all have to take a position on this, people. We've got, look, if if the article has then and now in it, don't don't click, okay? If, oh, if, clickbait's if, the worst. If it's a, it, it doesn't matter if they say it's going to be the top 20 things of anything, and you won't believe number nine. You won't believe what happened next. 
Okay, and also if you're clicking on it because of anything that's based in the uh, bait image that they're showing you, it's going to be the last thing. Yeah, especially if it's jail. So don't just we've we've all got to take a goddamn stand against the clickbait. We got to let it go. Yeah, just when you when you stop clicking, they'll they'll stop doing it. Maybe exactly. <laughs> well, I gotta say too, dude. Lately, I I've been enjoying some of the articles that have been on Stan Lee's website, but I got a fundamental issue on what he's doing because they're clearly trying. And I shouldn't say this because I, you know, Stan the man uh, is a is a is a friend of the Smodco family. Yeah. Uh, but but his website has recently converted their articles to being two page articles. Not because the content runs long, but because they want to increase their click. I was gonna say, and, and, yeah, they're searchable. Like that, that, yeah. that, make, that gets them a, a higher algorithmic search base. Yeah, and that just disgusts me. Can't we all agree to just make sure everything is just nice and and happy and and on the line? Don't yeah. try and outweigh other people. Fuck, man, come on. Yeah, that is the so, worst. But, but clickbait is the worst, and it's just it's. I've we got to take a stand, man. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, dude. One hundred and ten percent. Cool. We got anything else in the tech, uh, Trent? Tech, tech news, tech, tech arena, tech, tech times, tech things. That's it. That's it for this week, folks. Okay, so so remember, folks, online journalism isn't all it's cracked up to be. You can't believe everything you read, and they will guaranteed grab even a small snippet of something just to be able to run with it and say that it's news and totally, it's newsworthy. Totally. As a matter of fact, like recently I was reading a very well-structured article that was uh, very informative to me about a bit of business that has happened between uh, involving Diamond Distributors, uh, Marvel Comics, and uh, the uh, comic shops that that uh, answer to the solicits. Yeah, yeah. So apparently there was this really cool feature uh, that that uh, Marvel or Diamond uh, put together, where you as a proprietor, Trent, could preview the comics. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the, even even before they had that put together, they had a login for uh, realtors on their website on the Marvel website. You could go in and then read comics before they were published. Right. And then now, and most recently, you know, they they had teamed up with with Diamond, who was doing it for other publishers. And they give you know the the chance for a free PDF um, of upcoming comics. Now the reason why this is good is because you as a well, let's put it this way: if you were if you were buying tomatoes, Trent, yeah, you'd want to be able to see a picture of the tomato to know that it's a quality tomato that is traversing its way to your shop. Well, I mean, right. e e even better than that, like if you had the chance to, I don't know, sample the tomato and and know how delicious it was wouldn't you you would then be able to tell other people how delicious it was and order more of them um because you would you would you would know firsthand how delicious it was and then you could you know sell it easier you know that is a great analogy trent let me let me put it another way maybe you'd be able to read comic books ahead of time to decide whether you think that your your patrons will yeah. or won't like it yeah weird right that just that's weird so weird yeah, because let's, uh, folks, look, I'm not going to lie. Trent, I'm sorry, I, and I hope this won't get you in any kind of trouble. And if I, if you, you know, just, uh, look, say mahalo if I'm going too far. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's the situation, folks. Uh, if you want to buy comic books, you buy them for your shop, 
not you, but right. if you want, say you want to open a comic shop. If you want to order comic books, okay, there's one place you, you can't call Marvel, you can't call right. DC, uh, Image, uh, you know, all the other. Uh, you, you have to go through Diamond Distributors. Correct. Okay? Correct. Yeah. They are the people that get the comics out to the comic shops. Yes. So, and uh, first of all, when you start out with them, it's really fucking wonderful because it's all COD yeah. for a specific uh -huh. amount of time until you're able to order, uh, you know, and, and, and even then, um, <clears throat> let's put it this way, uh, they may throw more comics in there. They're going to bill them for you. You got to, you got to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. Or you won't get them. And then you paid for them even though they didn't come. And then you're still waiting for an $800 refund, uh, seven, eight months later now. There you go. So, uh, already things are questionable. <laughs> okay. But here's the other thing too, that a comic shop has to do. Uh, they, their solicits go to a certain, for a certain amount of time. Uh, for them to order comic books, and by ordering through Diamond, I believe you also have a specific quota you have to meet that you have to buy no matter what, right, Trent? Correct. Yeah, to 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 keep your your status as a dealer. Right. So you have to buy a certain amount, and uh, so that means that you're going to be buying something. Now, uh, it, as Trent and I put it so succinctly, with tomatoes, yeah. comic books are the comic books are even worse because at least with a tomato. It will rot, and you're forced to get rid of it. Right. But if you've got a comic book that no one will buy, it is just dead stock until you get to do something with it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. In some cases, is donate donate to the goodwill so that you. Yeah. Exactly. Because uh, you, you know, some at money. Least, yeah, you can you can at least see something come of it. Yeah. So uh, the whole point is this this preview thing was a really good thing because it enabled Great idea. Uh, the it enabled people like Trent to be able to to sample the wares ahead of time and know what's going on. Now somebody screwed up. They uh, they they put out something they shouldn't have, and it was one of the previews. That's yeah. So so when you when you download it, every page has your dealer number stamped across it. So I mean, yeah, it's it like it, it it's not the best way to read the comic, but you can get the idea of the story and, and what it looks like and everything. And they claim that one website was uh, abusing this and releasing um, spoilers, you know, a week in advance beforehand, and so that's why they shut down the whole thing, which I think is kind of bullshit. You're just calling flat out bullshit on that. Absolutely, yeah, because I mean. Like, sure, you want to keep things under wraps. So why wouldn't you just, you know, and, and if they've got the, the, um, the tag on, on who's downloading it, they would know the shop that's doing it specifically. Contact that shop. I think Marvel for the... So, so right now, if you have just an, a subscription from Marvel, straight from Marvel, you're paying retail for the comics, they're shipped to you from the printer. That's our Donnelly. Uh, they specialize in print, both printing and mailing. Like they do, they deal with, like they do all of Comcast's um, billing. They're printed there and mailed out from there. Like that's they do magazines. They like that's what they do. They print and mail. And for the past three years, every Marvel comic has come with a free Marvel digital download, which means they've been training people to go in and and find comics digitally, even though they're for free. But they know where they're at and how to get them. So basically. Um, 
I think that Marvel is pushing to the point where they will just cut ties with Diamond Comics completely. Sure, it'll take comics out of, or not maybe not completely, but but push for people to do to do uh, you know subscribe through through Marvel coming through our Donnelly, the actual printers, and then they don't even have to deal with with Diamond. They cut out the middleman completely. So you think what's really happening is that Marvel is trying to position themselves to break away from Diamond? I yes, yep, exactly. I, I really do because then at that point, I mean, people are already reading their comics digitally. If they want to, if they want like a hardcover copy, they can subscribe, and then it goes. You can still get it same day as everything else, and uh, it won't be bagged or bored or anything like that. And you, you, you know, you miss out on the whole experience of a comic book shop. But I, I, and but they've trained everyone that that really like needs to know the stories. They know how to get their comics digitally by giving them the free digital comics. I, I think they're just they're a few steps away from just cut cutting the ties. And when that happens, uh, I, I think that's when you'll see the comic book industry change completely, if not implode on itself. So uh, does Marvel just not give a shit about retail retailers anymore? I, I, I honestly don't know. Um, and it's and it's weird how how it all works um, in in that sense. But yeah, like I well, they have no contact with the retailers. They, mm -hmm. they, you know what I mean? Like it, it's all done through this middleman and as a business wise, man, it makes perfect sense. What, you know, you'd think, why haven't we done this sooner? Well, except for the fact that you're alienating the comic book shops, right? Yeah. I mean, I know there used to be a time in my own youth where I could subscribe. I could, I could get a subscription to a comic book and it would just get mailed to me. Right, yeah. Every month, and I'm sure that model has not changed at all. Right, yeah, exactly. No, it's it, it's still there, yeah. But the only yeah. thing that they now know is it's like, we, well, we can just start sending you the digital code, and if you want the printed copy, just let us know. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, everyone knows that you can go on day of, you know, because you get these free digital comics, so you have to go to the website to to get your digital version. Like, they could go there, and they if they want the digital version, they can just go there day of and, and not have to leave their toilet. <laughs> I don't know. Nope. That's that's my speculation. I don't see. I, that's the only reason I could I could see why Marvel would pull out from a program like this. Uh, otherwise, it makes no sense at all. Yeah, definitely not. Especially uh, where they're in this new era of Marvel again. Uh, so you would think that the uh, bits and pieces that you would be able to offer up on you know after seeing some of the new stuff. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. You want to be able to talk up all of these new changes that oh, are coming. Oh, for sure, yeah, and and that's what's so interesting. You know, in October there's 45 new uh, titles for mm -hmm. for Marvel. 45 issue number ones. No one has the kind of money to just get it all. So without without you know a, an an inside look to it, the, there's no way you can do it. No, definitely not. Uh, not without you know shooting yourself in the head or <laughs> well and and that's what's so funny i mean it's it, it's really interesting too so like uh i'm my my new location i'm <clears throat> i i kind of share a location with a skateboard shop and the skateboard shop has you know different uh sales reps come in you know three times a week and and tell them about new product that's coming out and and the benefits of of this that and the other of of outer gear and everything else snowboards and, and everything else I've never once spoken to any sales representative in the comic book industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good they don't exist. 
I, I really don't think they do. No, they will look at the model the way it is. They're either going direct to consumer or they, you know, have a printing relationship with a distributor. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's really interesting. I, and it's funny. Uh, I've, uh, uh, there's a uh, uh, Tom Brevrut, who's one of the the main uh, editors at Marvel. Uh, he has an uh, a Tumblr page where you know, and he answers the most random shit that people uh, ask on that. And weekly, I, I I go on and ask why they cut off the uh, the previews incentive program for the for the retailers. I haven't got a response yet, but fingers crossed, maybe I will eventually. Well, you know, Trent, they say the the squeaky <laughs> wheel gets the grease, so uh, we'll see. I'm sure eventually it will pay off. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing, uh, too, that I want to let people know, the reason why I brought this up was because the article that was written, uh, I think you did it on Big Shiny Robot, right? Yeah. Huh? The thing that I like about the articles that uh, Trent writes is that they're very succinct, they're to the point, and they're factual. And that's the reason why I brought it up, because it's good online journalism instead of shitty online <laughs> journalism. Thank you, Will. I appreciate that. Well, it's uh, seriously, man. I, I, I've, I've seen some, some real just Ugh, and, hat jobs. It's just getting worse and worse. Well, that's because, uh, but that's what's going to happen because the the public, as they are, are willing to entertain this mediocre journalism. True. No, it, you're 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 absolutely right. And and yeah, they're they're happy with a with with an article that's a bullet point list of ten things we love about fall. Mm-hmm. Yes. You won't believe number seven. <laughs> and it's not pumpkin spice. No, just kidding. It is. <laughs> everything is trapped. They're putting pumpkin in everything. Oh, uh, that's awesome. It's it's the pumpkin spice enema. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Oh, is that oh, I can taste the clove and cinnamon. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> oh, I I was on I think I think it was I was on uh, um, the Secret Stashes website the other day, and I can't remember if it was a bumper sticker or if it was like a vanity plate or something. But it just said, and it's one of my favorite quotes. It just said, "Ooh, Navy Seals." Yeah, probably a bumper sticker. I think it maybe it was a bumper sticker, but holy shit, I about died when I saw that. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, by the way, too, one of the things uh, we also want to point out about the uh, wonderful uh, Death Ray Comics. Uh, I'm not sure which one of the accounts it is. It might be the Instagram account. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you're it, one of the special accounts for Death Ray Comics, if you follow it every once in a while, oh yeah, you get a free digital comic. Folks. Yeah, I do. Uh, so, so digital comics are only like the the codes that they put in in comics are only good for a year. Mm-hmm. And so I've go, I go through my whole inventory and I just write on the back of the the board the month that it goes out of date. And mm-hmm. I just keep track of that. So if I've got one that, that's going to go out of date, I'll just throw it up on uh, on the Instagram. And then whoever it is gets to have a, a free comic. But, you know, whoever plugs it in first gets yeah. it for free. So that that's kind of cool. If you if you happen to be online at the time when it drops because... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, that, it's right time it's like, or not. Yeah, you're like playing some kind of roulette kind of thing. It's like, ooh, is it going to work? Is it going to work? Well, and that's and that's what's so shitty for me is I can't like... I can't. I can't go in and check whether or not someone did or not, because right. if I if I go to plug it in and they haven't got it yet, then fuck, they they don't get it now. They don't get it now. I've got yeah. a. I've already got the fucking hardcover that's yeah. not moving. What am I going to do with the digital one? Yeah, it's 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 funny that because because I I would pimp it more if I knew whether or not someone had got it or not. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, the, but I, well, that's the thing. Somebody should let you know that got it. You know what I mean? Hey, thanks. <laughs> Close yeah. the loop, people. Close the loop. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Close the goddamn loop. Um, so, but that's one thing to check out. So go ahead and follow that, uh, guys, too, because uh, you know it's 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 like that's Trent's version of hidden cash. Yeah, it totally is. Except it really it's not is. hidden. You know what I love most about us doing the video is people can literally watch a shrink lower and lower. <laughs> it's throughout the show. I was gonna say I, I should I should probably look at my feed to see if I'm even in the frame still. <laughs> you are. You are. You are. Oh but my we're god. Both, we're both very relaxed. Well, you know, and and part of the reason why we were late tonight is because my sister-in-law is moving, and like nobody offered to help. Nobody. So uh, I, yeah. I like sprung into action which is good of you because moving is the worst dude there you know and it's not even any type anything where you've got to take it from point a to point b in any fashion and yep. if it's and if it's anything bigger than what fits into a laundry basket it's a miserable experience yeah it's so true and and like dude i think that if like prison reform and i i tell this to people all the time if they really wanted to see like some some drastic positive changes in 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 the way uh prison reform is dealt with um we now you you have the guards go out with the the inmates and they go out there and so they're watched you know they've got a gun or whatever and, and watch them but they move all fucking day that's all they do they oh just move my people. lord like like Okay, they, A, they'd be getting out, so they'd be getting out and doing things. B, it would be the worst job in the world. Like, like if it be like if I had to choose between like I could stay in prison and get like anally, anally raped every day versus like going out and moving people every day, I might lean towards the former. That's how bad it would be. I I I I would considerably I would really seriously consider giving up my mouth <laughs> vagina if I knew every day. Yeah, it, that's that's like that's what you had to do every because it is the absolute worst. Trent, I really think you're on to something because I'll I'll tell you this right now. If you know, like if I had the choice, I'm like, okay, well, I could get some quick money on this uh vehicle if I steal it. But the consequence is I could if spend I the next I could spend the next five years having to wake yes. up every morning and spend all day yes. moving people's shit in and out of yeah. trucks. And and like and make it even worse for them. Like like you have to like pack their shit into boxes and stuff too. Like it's not just a show and go. You have to go and you have to like fold all their clothes and put it in there and oh, shit for them. Everything. From <laughs> and, from from box setup to yeah. box teardown. Yeah. Yeah, and and like and, and like uh, for especially heinous crimes, you know, you, you, those are those uh, for those people who have a lot of cats. Trent, <laughs> I got to tell you, I think you have literally, literally come up with what is. I think if it exists, that's what hell is. That's yeah, no, I what really, it is. I really agree, dude. Like, because I, I mean, I help my friends move. It's just because it's the worst. You like, and no one should have to go through the process alone. That said. It's the fucking worst. It really is. I mean, and and here's the thing: it, it, it moving is so bad 
that's why you completely understand when all of your friends flake on you for not yep. helping you move. And and you can't be mad about it because you're just like, well, that makes sense. It, it is moving. And that's why for the people that do help you move, you're like, here is all oh, of the yep. pizza and beer that I can come up with. <laughs> Which is the default payment. <laughs> I will. I, I shall say to your hunger and thirst, yeah. sir. To, to mass quantities now that you're done moving my shit here's all yeah. the beer you want now, <laughs> now now imagine doing that without beer and pizza and you have hell on earth every day for 12 hours yeah. I, yeah. no one will go to prison again for 10 to 20 years it's like one stupid mention on a podcast and 10 years from now netheads are dictated for providing the most crime free America that's ever existed yeah. Once, because one oddball senator just happened to hear this nutty plan yeah. from that crazy curly bearded guy yeah. <laughs> who is lazy as fuck and hates moving people. No, you're on to something. <laughs> you are. You are definitely on to something. Uh, that right there. That is the 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 epitome of reform. Hey, by the way, since our, our show becomes the de facto, um, like discussing about stuff that's going on on, yeah. uh, with the podcast, I want to let everyone know, uh, because I've seen some traffic to it and I'm, this amazes me, uh, but I'm going to put it on front street. So, uh, yes, I, I don't know why I said that anyway. Uh, <laughs> I gotten a lot of, uh, a lot of shade on Twitter because apparently there is a situation that's going on with some of the podcasts where, uh, people keep seeing episodes they've already downloaded or listened to showing up as new. And interestingly enough, I want to tell you an interesting story, Trent, because this is going to baffle the shit out of you. It baffles me all to hell and glory. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I took the situation and, to... And yeah? Quick, quick, quick timeout. Not just netheads, though, is what you're saying, though, right? Oh, God, no. This doesn't yeah, yeah, happen. Yeah, this is, this is, this is for, for, for all the SMOD shows. This is like some, this is like the serious ones, okay? Yeah, yeah. these like, are the ones that people like care when they come out and if they listen to them or not. <laughs> it's the kind where you know if somebody is complaining, they truly represent like ten other people that aren't. At least, you know at what I mean? Least, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Kevin's podcast and shit. Anyway, yep. so I I collected the evidence and I took it. I took the evidence to Apple Trent. You're like, listen and here, he iTunes. No, no, I wasn't. I was just like, this is the situation. We're seeing this. Uh, people are saying this. Here's some references on Twitter. What do we do, guys? Can you tell me what the problem is? They literally wanted me to tell the user base to contact Apple Care. What? I'm not kidding. They not only couldn't tell me in, uh, the issue, the official position they have is that they what? need to, these people need to contact Apple Care. And and oh my hell, I all iTunes supposedly is is just a redirecting of that that information. It doesn't host anything. I like, know. Like this, this, how can there be problems like this? I don't know. Like like the people the people that are just like you know plugging it in th straight through the RSS probably aren't having these problems. I'm guessing. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, here's the pro other problem, too, is that, uh, you know, recently, well, not even recently, but in the past four or five years, you know, the landscaping of podcasting has changed somewhat. And it's, right. uh, it's it, you know, the thing, too, is when you have popular podcasts, not that we have this problem, but when no. you have popular ones, 
hosting can become a costly thing. Well, Smodco has has gone through, they've gone through some growing pains and they have um, gotten to the point where, you know, we've, we've, we've had to make certain technological changes in order to try and keep delivering the free and funny. And in doing that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we have, uh, we've, uh, you know, we've gone through a different, a few different RSS sources. Thankfully, I've never lost an RSS feed, but we have moved them. So there's been so much that, uh, and because of the nature of certain podcasting clients, even if you're on an old feed, it may not necessarily update it, or you may be on an alternative feed that does still work, but it's not the official supported one. So there is a lot of variance in there. So. You know, I can understand it, but but still, you really. So here's the thing: I'm going to start releasing it on Twitter, and God only, I mean, like, let's say we're going to talk about tens of thousands of people that if they do act on this, oh, you know, you, you'll you'll like. Well, and that's the thing: like, this, like, is Apple? Are they really going to respond? That's like, <laughs> come my, on. What I'm There's really no hoping. Way. What I'm really hoping is that we put this out in the universe and then I officially get an email from Apple saying, don't tell them to call yeah. Apple Care. They just say, sorry. They're like, we were, we're wrong. Please don't like, have any more people call us. You're just like, you make sure you copy the thread and you're like, and, they're, and they just say, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Just sorry. Our bad. We'll fix it. We'll figure it out, please. Make them stop calling. Why are they still calling? Because let me tell you, if they will call as many times as they tweet, some bitch, y'all. Well, and 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 honestly, that's probably why they say call. You know what I mean? Because because it, it it's it's an investment in time, in phone hours. You know what I mean? Like uh, of on your on your mobile plan to, to actually call. So the that next step of act- of slacktivism <laughs> really takes a toll on people. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what it is. They're, they've actually given me a solution to uh-huh. put out into the universe to ensure that I don't hear about it anymore. Yep. Exactly. That's no, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and, like, and, and they'll, and they won't have to worry about it. Yeah. People aren't going to call us and they won't tweet to you. This is, <laughs> is the, trust us. This is like this sounds like this one of those shitty quick quick cash grab ideas that yeah. somebody tells you explains to you on a walk over to a 711 of all things, you know? It's like, wait yeah. a minute, so seriously, you think this will work? It's the kind of thing where some guy gets creative. Work. Some bitch. It's look, I you know what, Trent? I, I, I must be getting slower because I didn't see this, but I think you have truly hit on the truth. They're like, look at this. They want us to figure out the problem. What do we do? Tell their, people to call, <laughs> tell their people to call our people because they're not going to do yeah, that. Yeah. And then they're not going to do it. And then they won't tweet back to those people. So, you know, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's like the, the skateboard shop that I that I team up with. Um, whenever a solicitor calls, uh, they just say, oh, yeah, our owner's our, our owner's name is Charlie. And here he's not here today. Um, call back on this day and he'll be here. Charlie doesn't exist. <laughs> but they know when they call asking for Charlie now. Oh, I'm Ex- sorry, you guys just missed him. Exactly. Yep, exactly. That's that's how they do it. Yeah, but you'll see him on a, you know, try again on here. Yep, try, oh. yeah. Oh, you missed him. But if you call back on this day, he'll be here for sure. Yeah, that's beautiful. By the way, too, can I just tell you, I, I don't think I've ever heard a better fit than a, a skate shop that also has a comic shop. It's it's pretty damn fun, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 
Well, the other thing too is that this is the same skate shop that, like, when it came to uh, retail and um, Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. This this was the person that was kind of like your guru that said, you know what, dude, this is the only effort you put into it. Yeah, yeah. Do this, do this, do this. Parents like this, do this. Yeah. No, he's 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 been like super, like kind of like yeah, like a mentor for me. So it's it's been a good team up. And then it's nice too because like. You know, if he wants to run, grab lunch, I can watch things. If I need to go mail shit, he can watch things. Yeah, it's 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 been a nice little marriage. There we go, man. So anyway, folks, don't forget deathraycomics.com. All the comic book needs you may have, if you don't mind waiting for some. Anyway, folks, until next time, my name is Will. I'm Trent. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads. Available at smartcast.com. Wow, that almost scared me the way you hit that one. Yeah, and then I backed off. I appreciate that. Made me feel safe. Yeah. Cue the music. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. That really went in some directions I wasn't expecting to go tonight. Yeah, it's fun. We, we, we never know where we're going to end up. Well, it's, it, that's the, the benefit of the unplanned show versus the planned show. Right. You know, I, the only the only thing that I feel bad about is that people end up having to endure a show, which is basically two friends just having their weekly phone call. Yeah, but those are the best ones, though. You know what I mean? Like, because then it's then you, you don't feel like you're like, and here come, and then they do. And then they're like, and it just it feels it feels natural. It's organic, man. It's jazz. Yeah, man. It's just the. Will we ever stop cribbing movie quotes? One, lots of dudes. <laughs> the answer, no.